In our busy academic careers, we often struggle with maintaining focus on what is really important. And if that is you, this episode is exactly for you because we're going to dive deep into what you can do to actually keep the main focus on the main thing that is important to your career. Stay tuned and we will be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Well, welcome back to the Academic Revolution podcast. And today we're going to talk about how to maintain productivity in the midst of all the academic struggles we have with too many things to do. This episode is straight from pillar number two, leadership identity, because it is a core skill that I'm going to teach you that you need to have as an academic leader and, of course, also to be successful and productive in your academic career without sacrificing your personal life and everything that is important to you. The main reason why many academic physicians struggle is that there are a ton of things to do and it is really challenging to prioritize them all, right? I'm sure you have been there. There is just so much on your plate that you're not quite sure sometimes what what to tackle first. It's too much. And because the plate is too full, stuff will fall off. And um, this happens to all of us. I've certainly been there. And I've not yet ever met uh, a academic physician who isn't struggling with this to some degree. But those who master to keep their priorities straight will accelerate their career and also have a fulfilled life outside the hospital walls. So today I want to give you a framework to overcome this obstacle of having too much to do and to get more things done. And the main reason really what we're going to work with is a powerful quote that you probably heard before from Steve Cubby that is relevant to productivity and focus, especially for us academic physicians that are multi-passionate, that have a lot of balls to juggle. And that is this. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Let me say that quote again. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. See, so many times we get distracted in all sort of side battles and we do all sort of things, but not necessarily the main thing, the thing that is really important for our personal life and for our academic success. And that's what we want to talk about in this episode. So I'm going to give you a three-step framework to share with you how you can discover what the main thing really is and then how to stay focused on that. Sounds fair? If you're not driving, grab a pen and paper. Otherwise, you can always go back to this episode when you're not driving and, and journal on it and the thoughts that are coming up. 
So step number one, you would need to know what the main thing actually is. If you want to follow Steve Covey's advice, well, guess what? You better identify what is the main thing I'm focused on here. And I have to say, having worked with academic physicians through programs, through teaching courses and one-on-one coaching, I would say that most physicians and pretty much everyone I worked with is not crystal clear about this topic. Not everybody is clear on what the main thing really is. And if they are, it is still kind of fuzzy and then certainly most people are struggling with actually keeping the main thing, the main thing. And why is this very common? Because we all have a lot on our plates. As academic physician, I don't need to tell you that you have clinical, research, administrative responsibilities, teaching, and so forth. So there are a lot of areas where your attention is required. And then, of course, there's other reasons that get in the way of keeping the main thing the main thing, or even identifying what that primary focus actually is. So number one, many of us are highly intelligent people that have studied for a long time. We tend to be multi-passionate. I don't know about you, but that is definitely true for me and was always a challenge in my academic career that I had multiple passions and people sometimes called me out on it. And that's wonderful to have multiple passions, and I'm actually not wanting to steer you away from that. But that can be a reason, if we have multiple interests, why it sometimes can be hard to keep the main thing the main thing. Another reason could be we want to please people. We want to please our uh, division chief, department chair, others on the team around us. We want to be a good citizen, but that isn't necessarily serving our outcome to have a successful academic career and also keep our sanity alongside that. The next thing could be that a lot of times we think that these are all good and important things we need to do. And it can be hard for a lot of people to prioritize what is really important, what has precedent over other things, what takes precedent perhaps over urgent things. There's a wonderful quote that says, the good is the enemy of the great. And that's another one to keep in mind. If you're constantly working on good things, that's good. But you're never going to get to greatness, to really great breakthrough in an area, to really dive in deep. You're just going to be good. And if that's you, if you want to do that, that's totally fine. There's no shame in that. I just tell you the things that I've observed over years and years doing this and decades of my own career, where the challenges lie. And often the challenges are in identifying what is good and what is great. What is a good idea? What is a great idea? What is a good thing to do versus what is an outstanding, fabulous thing to do? So just keep that in mind as you're thinking through what is my main thing and why so many people are struggling with that. The thing to remember here is that having too many priorities means nothing is a priority. So you got to ask yourself, what is the main thing for me? What are you building your career on? This can be a very helpful question. Is your career built on a clinical, on a research career, on specific projects in clinical or basic research or anything in between? 
Are you building your career on a specific disease expertise? Perhaps you are more kind of administrative leader or your career is in teaching. What is it? Ask yourself, what are you building your career on? What do you want to be known for? That is the main thing. So if you are an academic career track physician, which I presume you are, chances are if you're listening to the academic revolution, you're somewhere in an academic program or an academic-minded program, and there's a good chance that you're on an academic promotion track. And those tracks typically are associated with a particular focus and also have a demand or a mandate to fulfill on that focus point in order for you to get promoted. I talked about that in earlier podcast episode on academic promotion and how to get ready for that. That's another way you can find out what your main thing is. If you're stuck and kind of lost in the trees, um, in the forest with all the trees, ask yourself, well, what is my academic track, where I'm at, and what is that main thing in the academic track that I'm getting promoted for? So if you're uh, basically an 80-20 person, chances are that will be research of some sort, clinical or, uh, or basic laboratory research. If you are more on a clinical track, perhaps um, your way to get promoted and evaluated would be building either clinical expertise, building clinical programs, uh, making a name recognition for yourself in a specific area, uh, perhaps in a very niche disease. All these things could be factors or triggers for you to, to realize and remind yourself what is actually the main thing. So number one, what are you building your personal career on? Number two, what academic promotion track you're on? Both of those can be really good filtering questions for you to get back to the basics and say, what is the main thing here? Now, once you have identified that, I want you to write that down. If you're driving right now, do it later, but write that down. What is the main thing? And this should not be an essay of three paragraphs. This should be one or two words. So don't make it, again, a laundry list of things you need to do. That's not what this is about. I want you to identify your main focus area. That is what this is about. Once you have identified that, that is your main thing and everything else. Let me repeat that. Everything else is secondary. So spend some time in reflection on journal. What is the main thing for me? And then... Everything else that comes to mind, oh, I got to do this and I finished this manuscript and I got to do this clinical work and, and I'm involved in this project. These are all secondary things that come after the main thing. That is why it's called the main thing and why you need to keep the main thing the main thing. Really important. Once you have identified that main thing, all these other things that you are busy with can be layered around that central focus point. That means clinical work, administrative work, teaching, etc. unless they're obviously your primary focus, your main thing. And then a side note, really important. If you know me for a while now, you know that I am a person who is very much in favor of having all of life integrated and not just getting busy at work and never spend any time at home or on our own personal development. So make sure that you keep your personal life, your family, if children, if you have them, as a priority as well. 
Now, they are the main thing at home. When you are at home and you have family, that's the main thing. If you don't have family, you probably have another thing, hopefully, that, that you enjoy, whether it's a hobby or something else or your faith or or something that you enjoy doing. Just keep note of that because it is very easy when we do these exercises to stay focused on our career and forget about everything else. Okay, now that we got the main thing identified, let's move on to step number two. What are the common challenges to keep me from focusing on the main thing? Or simpler, what are the common challenges to keeping the main thing the main thing? Now, we talked about this actually quite a bit um, in the last couple episodes, 54 and 55, and that is distractions are very common obstacles for us to keep the main thing the main thing. And as a busy physician, chances are you face a lot of distractions that can divert your intention from the main thing. That could be administrative tasks, paperwork, email, external pressures from your department or your division, um, all sorts of other sources that pull you in different directions. And I'm not going to review again sort of how to think about distractions. They can be physical, they can be mental. Just listen to the last couple episodes that will give you a good starting point. But remember that Typically, all the other things that I just mentioned, besides sort of interruptions and challenges that come along as in form of distraction, all the things that are secondary to your main thing that I mentioned in point one are also distractions. So meaning anything that is not related to your main thing and is secondary can really become a distraction. And I've seen this a lot in so many physician colleagues that I speak to, that I coach, that I get the honor to work with, that they know exactly sometimes what the main thing is. They get so distracted by all the other projects that they agreed at some point to and now feel committed to finish, are feeling trapped in, that they have to finish in some cases. And these can be real distractions. So be mindful of those. All these other projects that you might be involved in, chances are they are secondary. Maybe they're even tertiary or number 10 on the list. But yet a lot of people have the challenge of having them be the primary focus and it eats up all their time and they have no time left to focus on the main thing. It's really a great way to actually evaluate how your days go and to ask yourself every day, am I keeping the main thing the main thing here? And there might be days that you do not have the luxury to make that a priority, but most days should involve a good chunk of your day focused on the main thing. All right, that brings me to step number three, which are strategies for keeping the main thing the main thing. So what can you do? Well, there's a numerous num a number of things that you can do to keep you productive and stay focused on the main thing. And I talk a lot about a varying number of these on this podcast. So there might be individual podcast episodes you want to go back to. The first one is really making sure that 
when you have identified the main thing, that you focus and schedule your priorities around the main thing. That means the main agenda, the main thing for you should be reflected on your daily and weekly schedule to some degree. In the great scheme of things, you should spend a good chunk of time on that main thing. Now, how to do that? Number one, block that time out. Make sure you delegate every week specific times when you work on that main thing, whether that is your research, whether that is clinical program building, devote time. And of course, for the main thing, there are specific tasks under that. That's not what we're going to cover today. There will be specific tasks and goals and, and small steps associated that you want to work towards every day towards this main focus and main thing. Obviously, it's important to keep your time well managed. Now, you cannot really manage time, but keep your prioritized managed and keep your calendar managed. That is key. Talked about those many times in the past, but you have to make sure you create time. That means, you know, block time of your calendar. Don't waste time. Don't get distracted and keep focused on what is important. Delegate things that are not uh, primary to you that you can delegate. I know that can be a challenge in academia if you don't have um, sources and administrative assistance to offload things for, or you can have to share those resources. But again, oftentimes I've found that people use that easily as an excuse. Oh, I don't know. My admin doesn't know how to do these or share my admin with 10 other people. And I always seem to be of the, on the bottom of the, of the list for that person. It is your responsibility to delegate and train responsibly and find help. And if you cannot find it within your institution, hire it outside the home. Do whatever you can do to efficiently delegate things that you don't need to do. You can use sometimes technology or other tools for efficiency, but word of caution, you heard this from me before, it can sometimes also be a time sink. So be mindful with technology and it helps. It's very much dependent on how you work, how you use it. And then set boundaries and manage distractions accordingly. We talked quite a bit about this in, I think, episode 54 and 55 as well. But you want to make clear to other people when you are working on important projects. So set your boundaries around that. And also set boundaries in terms of what you're saying yes to. Because every yes you say at the moment to something that isn't the main thing, guess what, is a no for your main thing. And you need to keep that on the forefront of your mind. Otherwise, you very easily get pulled into doing things that are not in your primary focus area of the main thing and ultimately detrimental to your academic career. And I've seen this show up over and over and over again. And I personally struggled with that in the past too. And then the other thing I'm always a big fan of is making sure we create daily habits that support our main thing. So personally, I track my daily habits every day. And some of them are related to my main thing and others are just other things related to, let's see, my personal development or my health. These are other two categories, uh, family, health, personal development, three, I guess, outside of my work that I focus on that I track very diligently. 
Every day I read. Every day I do some personal development through reading or courses. Every day I take a walk. I spend time with family, etc. You need to track those things and you also need to track main activities and habits related to your main thing that get you closer towards your goals. Now, you know that I've been doing this for a long time because you hear me talk about this on this podcast quite a bit. And I have a system and a strategy for that. But I also want to share that I've worked with people that implemented these techniques in my coaching programs. And it's been remarkable to see a transformation in other people using similar techniques. I have a coaching client, let's call her Susie, who keeps meticulous track of all her key activities. Now, she's a spreadsheet kind of girl, and she likes using just a simple Excel spreadsheet where she marks down every day key habits she's doing for her academic productivity, while also maintaining key habits that are important for her personal life, such as exercise or time with family. And since she implemented this habit tracking, she massively accelerated her success got multiple grants and is really an inspiring leader even to me in her field. And I'm so honored to work with people like that. It's all about taking action, taking personal responsibility when it comes to keeping the main thing the main thing. I hope these tips helped you just to summarize our key takeaways for today. So in order to keep the main thing the main thing, and actually accelerate your productivity in your career and keep your sanity, you got to do three things. Number one, you have to be crystal clear what the main thing for you is. And we walk through, I gave you a few questions to reflect upon this. Number two, you need to overcome challenges and distractions to maintain focus on the main thing. And number three, you have to have habits and procedures and tactics in place that you execute every day to keep the main thing the main priority. So schedule your priorities, don't manage your calendar, create habits to port, support your main thing, and don't just do what you feel like. So these are really important parts. And I, I promise you, if you follow this, if you really implement this, and anybody can do this, you will see a change. You will also feel more control of your life. And guess what? If you're focused now on the important things, the things that need to be prioritized because they are your main thing, guess what? Then you also have more time for the fun stuff and for your personal life. And don't we all want that? I encourage you, really journal on this figure out what is the main thing, and then get to work to protect that main thing through habits, through boundaries, and avoiding distractions. So thank you for listening and tuning in today. And um, for we more upcoming episodes, don't forget to share and subscribe and rate this podcast. It helps me tremendously, helps us to spread the message and get more academic physicians the help they need in a simple, easy way. I also want to share something personal, a special announcement. Um, you have been following this podcast for a while. Thank you so much for listening faithfully. And I will continue to serve on this podcast so that you have the tools and strategies you need to succeed in your academic career. 
But I've also found that there is a deeper part of me that I wanted to share, and that is my Christian faith as part of my journey and how I incorporate my faith in my life as a physician and how others can do that too. So there's a lot to talk about, but in essence, I decided to start a second podcast and there will be also a YouTube channel called Heal the Healers. It's all about integrating faith into medicine, exploring that powerful intersection to heal and restore ourselves, to heal and restore the medical system. And we all know it is much needed. That podcast and YouTube channel will launch October 6th. So if you're interested, just um, send me a message via social media. I'm on Facebook mostly or check it out on YouTube. The channel is already up there. The videos will be launching October 6th, but there is a preview trailer so that you can get a sense what this is about. You can already subscribe to the channel so you know when new episodes are launching. I'm super excited about this. Thank you for supporting this effort to really create a lasting change and transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at the time. Thank you so much and have a wonderful, blessed day. Hey there, friend. So many times people ask me how they can work with me directly or what other resources I have outside this podcast. And because of that, I created a special landing page that has all my relevant links, free resources, access to this podcast, or even coaching application or any upcoming programs that I'm offering all in one place for quick and easy access. To go there, go to ingahoffman.com. That is H-O-F-M-A-N-N. 1F2Ns.com forward slash links, L I N K S. Again, ingahoffman.com forward slash links. You can access all my resources there in one quick step. I highly encourage you to sign up for my email list on the bottom of that page as well so you can get weekly updates about upcoming programs, a summary of this podcast, and other things that I'm doing. So have a wonderful day. See you there and talk to you soon.